Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Girl No Talk with Council podcast. I'm your host, Ace. And I'm your host, McMillian. And we are back for episode 14. So for any new listeners or watchers out there, our weekly podcast consists of me, McMillian, choosing three animes out of the current anime season. The current season right now is winter 2022. And we choose three animes to follow along with and review and discuss each episode weekly. Our current lineup consists of Demon Slayer, the Entertainment District Art, Attack on Titan Final Season Part 2, as well as the Case Study of Anita's Season 1 Part 2. And with that being said, if you would like to be a council member and follow along with me with Million every week, then make sure you hit that subscribe button as well as follow us on our social media so you can stay up to date on all things about the council. And with that being said, council is now in session. Let the meeting begin. All right. Hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome back for another week. As yes, you yes, all know, back. for our returning listeners, we're going to hop straight into some council announcements. And so for our first council announcement we have, we have here for today, we have um, JJK Season 2 was announced. Um, I've been hearing that it is going to premiere sometime in winter 2023. So take that for what you will. I haven't found any official news on that date yet. It's just that's just some news I've been hearing. A lot of people been saying one in twenty twenty three. So take that for what you will. Um, so you know that's good. We finally get to see um what these mongeries been talking about for JJK to see this Nick <laughs> art is as good as they're referring to. So you know that's gonna be good. And then um hopefully you know also this Nick's art you know redeems some of the issues that we had with JJK. You can go check out our JJK special if you want to know more about what we think about it. So make sure to go check that out. Um, our next council announcement we got, we have we got the announcement for season three of Demon Slayer, the Source Mill Village arc. We did not get a release date for this. We just got the announcement that that it is in production and it will be a TV arc and not a movie. So thank uh-huh. you for that. <laughs> Because God forbid they come and do a movie and then come back and do another TV arc, just like they said they weren't going to do. But I digress. Yeah, don't need it happening twice. <laughs> um, Moving on from there, our good old next anime, another one we got announced for today was, well, it didn't get announced. Um, We got confirmation of when it's coming back. The Rising of Shield Hero Season 2 premieres April 2022. It is lit. If you have not seen The Rising of Shield Hero, definitely go give it a watch. Season 1 is out now. Definitely one of my favorite isekais out there. You got anything to say, Mill? I was about to say, that is all our audience's cue to know that during the the spring 2022 season, that basically that's going to be added. Oh yeah, no oh no doubt. A hundred percent. Like like I said, one of my favorite isekais, if not probably my favorite isekai. Definitely go check it out. I don't know, maybe Mashuko might took them my place as favorite, but right say, now I, they both up they both up there. Is Mashuko Tensei and the Rise of Shield Hero for me. Yeah, I was about to say at least as far as like fantasy action goes, I think Shield Hero is also my favorite and then Mashuko kinda took it. Yeah. Um and then our last announcement we have here for today is we got the announcement for season two of Vinland Saga. And who else was <laughs> is <laughs> animating this next season? Of course, is can only be Mappa. Now, they did say that some people, the people that did work at WIT might be joining the Mappa staff just to help them. Like, so it could be like a, like a joint collaboration, collaboration going on. Yeah. But still, Mappa's taking it, and no one at Mappa has seen their family in a year and a half. <laughs> our prayers, no, Mappa our prayers has go like 
like about three, no, at least two animes coming out this year. We know they're coming out with Chainsaw, Chainsaw Man, Man. A, little, a little bit later this year. And, and also Paradise. Hell's Paradise is confirmed to release sometime this year. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of this year, they got JJK coming back out. So, I mean, they, they are busy, 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 busy right now over at MAPPA. And I mean, they're still in the midst of, well, we don't know if they're done animating a on Titan or not, but I, we can only assume that they're probably done animating that. Yeah, and then, you know, that's why it's airing. But um, I don't know how, you know, the anime studio and animation and stuff, I don't know how that goes. So, um, yeah, you know, season two Vinland Saga, if you have not watched that yet, definitely go get it a chance. Mm-hmm. It is a show about Vikings, and we follow our protagonist Thorfinn as he is trying to avenge the death of his father. Um, not gonna go too many, too much more details on that, but um, it, it is is it's a good watch, definitely, mm-hmm. definitely, yeah, definitely. Go check it out. Go check it out. And with that being said, that's all the council announcements that we have for today, and we're gonna go straight into our lineup that we have for today. So starting us on off, we have the finale of the Demon Slayer Entertainment District Art Demon Slayer episode eleven. No matter how many lives, um. You know, it's, it's it's been a long time, everybody. You know, we started this this season off with the the rerun of the Mugu Train arc, if you will, for those who've already seen the movie. But like I said before, if you did not, for whatever reason, get to see the Mugu Train movie and you got to see both of these arcs back to back, then I you you had you a good time. I I just know it. You know, you had you a good time, <laughs> boy. <laughs> so. Blessed be the people that did not get to watch Mugen Train and, and got to watch all this stuff all together. Um, yeah, yeah, probably enjoy having a time of their lives if they didn't see the movie beforehand. <laughs> but other than that, you know, it was um the Entertainment District arc. It was it was fun while it lasted. It was definitely a good arc. We finally got to fight an upper six. We defeated an upper six, and you know, all all ends well, surprisingly. But um, to get straight into the episode so we're going to start with as you all know what we learned from this episode um not too many things we learned this episode but starting with our first thing we learned so we got to learn more about gear tours and Daki's backstory from this episode as you all know that that's how they mostly like to do it in demon slayer after they kill it uh, to give a small backstory but since this is an upper moon this backstory wasn't so small mm-hmm. we got a lengthy little backstory about Daki and gear Toro. Well, basically, they were both um, born into the low end of the entertainment district art that was always struggling since they were kids. Um, kids were seen as nothing but extra mouths to feed in that district of the entertainment district art. Um, Giotor, of course, we know him being an older brother. He was he was born not with the best of looks, but his sister was born with, you know, she was blessed with good looks from birth. So he was using that to his advantage to come up, mm-hmm. you know, to, to make it come up as it will, you know, try to get out the slums. Um, he became a, not a broker, but a person, I can't remember the, the technical name from it, but basically a collector, there, there we go. He yeah, personally goes to collect money, yeah, debt collector, he goes to collect debts. And um, basically push come to shove is how everything started turning bad after stuff started going good was that his sister one okay. day was with this samurai. I can only assume that, you know, it was, she became of age and, you know, it was time and whatnot and... Yeah, you know how those things go in entertainment art. But anyways, not entertainment art, in the entertainment <laughs> district. district. Um, but anyways, she stabbed the samurai in the eye and they burned her alive, which is fucking crazy. Um, yeah, I, look, I become a demon too. I, 
let's let's not play games. Let's not play games here. <laughs> that shit was fucking crazy. Like, I, sometimes you know I hate when they try to give you know the demons a sad backstory and shit after we done sat here and fought for our lives and shit against these demons, but. <laughs> This this backstory was actually kind of fucked up. Like we like we figured that they had a rough life going up, but actually, you know, getting to see what they was going through, you know, they 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 had it rough from the beginning. Um, Guitar even mentioned that his his mother tried to kill him after he before and after he was born. Born. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just for his sister to not only get killed, but they burned her alive. Like that yeah. is just like they burned her like like it was a fucking witch hunt or some shit. Like that's just wild. Shit's just crazy. And um, at the end of this backstory, which caught me off guard, because I thought how they became demons, I thought Muzin pulled up on their ass, but apparently it was not Muzin the, that pulled up on them. It was the if old upper. It was the old upper six, basically. Uh, so yes. we found out that, uh, well, what we can only assume was the old upper six, because as we know, at the end of the episode, uh, I mean, what well, it said when they introduced it to him, it said upper six. So well, no, I'm saying, be... I'm saying we, uh, what I can only assume is the old. He's probably has a higher ranking now. Well, no, of course, but yeah, that's why we said old upper six because you know we knew Gear Tor was the current mm-hmm. upper six, and you know that was the backstory. So of course, yeah. you know, like I said, the old upper six. Yeah, basically, he uh, when he found them, he was like, "Oh man, that's crazy. Y'all want to be demons." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, because his uh, Giyutoro's sister, while being burned alive, was still had like a little life left in her. Yeah. Um, oh, we also, uh, speaking of which, to backtrack a little bit, we found out that Daki's original name isn't Daki, it's Ume. Correct. Uh, um, and while Ume was dying, of obviously, from being burnt alive, the older, the old upper six rolled up on him. While I assume he had just gotten done eating somebody because he had yeah, he body had, parts. Yeah, he had body parts and stuff all over him and he and was blood. he was enjoying himself. Yeah. He uh he was like, Oh damn, that's crazy. Your your sister don't got much time left. Y'all wanna become demons? Like, so, hey. <laughs> like a traveling car salesman. <laughs> can I t- can I talk to you about our good dear Lord Muzan? <laughs> yeah. He was like, I'll give y'all my blood, but it's really up for Muzan to decide if he'll let you if he'll if y'all basically let you into your ranks and well i mean we're here now so yeah the rest is history uh, <laughs> uh-huh. which is crazy like I, I like i said i thought moves and pulled up on them but no it was it was another upper rank demon that just happened to be around at the time mm-hmm. doing god knows what at the time probably just out enjoying himself because that's what it looked like to me and you know like me and you say just like hey you want to be demons and you know the rest is history <laughs> he, he, he said that shit like somebody asking do you want dessert he was just <laughs> nonchalant <laughs> <laughs> like just walk up to him like you know just felt pity for him just it's just crazy but yeah like mm-hmm. i said i just did, did not expect that so we got the reveal of another upper rank which which was nice um got to see what another one of the upper ranks look like uh so moving on from there moving off from your tours back in Doki's backstory or ume if you will if you want to use her real name now mm-hmm. um Sad backstory, a little bit too long for my liking, but I guess you know they had they they, they had to let us know what was going down. But anyways, at, other than that, um, everyone survived this here encounter with the upper rank demon, which is surprising to me. But I'll touch up on that a little bit later. But yes, all everybody survived from our main three guys to Tengen and his wives. Everybody's alive. Everybody's good to go. All right. So that's another thing we learned today. Um. Another thing we learned today, I already touched up on that, which didn't really surprise anybody, but we figured this anyways. Um, Tingen is retiring everybody. Um, 
Once again, like I said, not surprising to me at all. That's what right. he said he was going to do after they defeated the upper rank anyways. Yeah, but to extenuate it, lost in hand, lost in eye. I mean, his whole style of fighting was dual anyway. He can't really do much with that, with how it is right now. I mean, well, he was doing a lot with, with that one arm, though, going against Giratura. So, I mean. I mean, but that's before he lost the eye. I mean, he lost the eye in the midst of that I last mean, little bit. Is geared, is, is Tengen stronger than Rengoku? Who knows? I mean, he was popping off one arm now. <laughs> Stay tuned for the Hashira rankings after all of them are revealed. <laughs> uh, who knows? But I'm just missing with you. But yeah, so our boy Tengen, he's retiring. But you know, he he, he earned it though. He he was the first person to take out an upper rank in well, uh-huh. I, think, I think old boy said over a hundred years. Yep. Which is good. So he he earned he earned the right to go take him a rest. You know he did something that nobody no other Hashira could do. So my boy can go take him a rest. Um, I guess I can touch upon this as well. Um, the head of the Demon Slayer Corps. He is not looking too hot right now. It looks like he is about to meet his timely demise here sooner or later. <laughs> um, he's not looking too hot right now, everybody. Yeah. Um, he he yeah. he's, he's struggling right now. Yeah, he gonna send him on the glory. <laughs> <laughs> he's struggling right now uh, and then one of the last things we learned for the day is I guess we got the reveal of technically the next arc even though that's not the next arc but we got the reveal of the infinity castle which is what I'm assuming is the realm where Muzan be where, where Muzan stays because if I'm not mistaken that's also where he killed where he slaughtered all the lower moons yeah no, um, it, uh, so you are correct that is where he slaughtered the lower moons okay um if as far as like where he, I think that's like where he where he likes to hold meetings because as we know he does like to spend time among humans trying to Correct. find the cure, trying to see if he can find the thing that'll give him uh resistance to the sun. But Correct. when he not when he not doing that, he in that castle. <laughs> <I guess. laughs> but all right, so yeah, we got we got the reveal of the Infinity Castle, and then we we saw you know Akaza come to the realization that oh shit, you know one of the upper one of the upper moons has been defeated. Mm-hmm. And then you know that was the end, end of that. Well, it ended with our our three main protagonists all crying together because they're still alive. But boo hoo, boo hoo, um, <laughs> <laughs> they're alive though. It's it's good uh, that they made it Ace, out though. Ace is very happy that they all survived. If you can't, I, I, I am list. very listen, <laughs> listen, listen. My if anybody is, I'm glad they lied. My boys are there, so he alive. He made it out. We good to go. All right. All, all, all as well as ends well. His legs just shattered. That's about it. Um, <laughs> but you know, she know we're going to hook him up, though. You already know that. She going to hook him up. So moving on to our dislikes. So McMillian, what you oh, got for me? Well, one thing. Um, oh, you got one thing, love? Uh, oh, okay. All right. Well, we got kind of got a confirmation of something. Uh, it seems like from this episode, Nezuko's Flames do have the ability to get rid of other blood, other demons' blood, uh, demon techniques. Uh, it seems like she can nullify and neutralize them. She because she was able to save basically everybody from the poison bullshit. Uh, and before we get to that, and uh, we also found out that our boy Inosuke was lying. He was indeed fucked up by the poison because he was about to, <laughs> he was about to get up on out of here. My boy's finna head to glory. <laughs> it was it was about to be goodbye. <laughs> stay away to heaven for uh, for our boy Inosuke but um yeah they all survived as they said but uh moving on to our dislikes okay um I what was oh for me 
it was just the fact that at, I mean, I don't feel like this is a spoiler because we kind of know what's about to happen based on the end of the episode. There's a, supposed to be a meeting that happens for the upper moon, for the all the upper moons. And I thought the extra time we got this episode was going to be dedicated to that. Now you know, <laughs> now <laughs> but they was, but they was like, we just gonna show you a Kaza showing up to the meeting. Listen, and I was like, oh, this some bullshit. I, if that was a margarita, I could have told you we weren't getting that, but. I mean, it was I don't the know end of the arc. On. It was I, at the end of the arc. I, I hear you, saying. but listen, half of the show was geared toward Doki's backstory. So I mean, and I I could have told you we weren't getting that. extra minutes. <laughs> um, yeah, half, yeah, half of the show was their backstory. Um, my one dislike is not necessarily dislike. It's really more of a nitpick. I'm once again, I'm calling bullshit. Everybody, even what I, I be that as it may, I am glad everybody survived. But be that as it may, I'm calling bullshit on Nezuko just being able to come and just burn the poison away. He Tanjiro kind of gave an explanation, but I still highly disagree and, <laughs> with and his we, explanation. Besides, and also, besides the explanation, we have seen it her do it. We saw her do it with a, a lower rank one's ability as well. But still, I but mean, once again, that's that's two that, separate, totally separate di- situation. My boy, the first situation, my boy was Tanjiro was asleep in a dream. Okay, he burned his ass. I mean, I, I mean, like I said, I, I'll give you. I'll, I'll give this you, situation. She literally burned away the poison. I'll give. I'll give you the fact that technically they should not correlate. I understand that, <laughs> but the, the outlier here is that that was a. That was you, also a blood it demon was a technique. blood demon technique. You are correct, but however, <laughs> I just feel like me being asleep and my poison and my body being ravaged with poison are two separate things. <laughs> but what made it feel better for me though is that like they just didn't kind of like brush it off. Like Tingan was just as confused as I was when he was like, you know how how basically how did this work and stuff like that. So that that definitely made me feel better that you know the characters were just just as confused as I was. Mm-hmm. Um, about you know Nezuko being able to burn the poison and shit away, and I, I was appalled. Okay, because I, I really thought our boy Tingan was gonna kick the bucket this episode, everybody. And like, like I said, if he did die, understandable. Am I glad he survived? Yes, because now he must, like I said, is well deserved. He took out an upper rank. He can go, you know, live the rest of his life in peace. He did something that no other Hashira could do. He earned it. All right, he earned it. He's, he earned his rest. Um, so I am glad he is still alive. It just like I said, I wouldn't have not been mad if he did die. Like I understand, cause like this was a this was a tough fight, you know. Like he went through it this this fight. But like I said, other than that, um, I ain't got nothing else. Um, like I said, you know, this episode was pretty much what I expected it to be. You know, just you no know, resolving everything. Um, I did not. One thing I will say, I did not expect their Gear and Doc's backstory to be as long as it was. But um, other than that, this episode was pretty much what exactly what I expected it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got anything else for dislikes and nitpicks? Um, nah, just right. they should have showed the goons. They should have showed the goons. <laughs> they did not show the goons, but they should have showed them. That's just me. That's a this that's a nitpick. I know that some people are like it's but it's a better cliffhanger. No. I mean, well, if, if if you feel better, the margarita's been showing them off on Twitter everywhere. I've been having to mute all of them, <laughs> so I guys, don't, guys, so I don't guys, see. Guys, guys, we gotta we gotta stop. We can only show the small. We can only show Daki and Giotora. We can't show any of the big ones. And Ooh, we they, can show Akaza now, but other than that, no. <laughs> I think it was an image. I think it had all of them in it. I didn't look at it fully because, like, I just saw it and I was like, "Yeah, let me go ahead and I mean, we've, get rid uh, of this." We've seen their silhouettes. 
before. Yeah, we saw were, the silhouettes, but we didn't actually it, yeah, get to see them. I just though. felt like that would have been the the perfect, in my opinion, not even hearing them talk, that just would have been the nice uh, cliffhanger, because it's like, oh, what what's about to happen? But hey. Correct. Um, I guess moving past that, uh, we can start with like our favorite scenes. See. Um, one of my favorites uh, was, uh, we're going to start off light and then probably move to the badass shit later. Uh, Uzui dying and his wives like arguing bickering. with each other. And he's like, am I really not going to be able to say my last words? That was hilarious. That, <laughs> that was so funny because he was just like, man, it's crazy. <laughs> just over there. Cried like just being so upset that they just uh, not paying attention to him to the point where Nezuko could just come in and be like, Ew. yeah, <laughs> heal. But yeah, no, I thought because like I said, I thought he was gonna get the bucket at that point. But then I had just saw Nezuko already healed the other one, so I was like, Nezuko's coming to save him, right? I was like, she's gonna come save him, right? That and then she been, pulled up. That would have been fucked up if she did. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it would be real fucked up. This is gonna save her, 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 her boys basically, and just lead Ting in the die. Just like, huh? Like, yeah, I could have saved him. However, I don't really know him, <laughs> so I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna let him die. That's the but no, yeah. vibes right there. <laughs> <laughs> but no, she did walk up on him. She was like, mm-hmm. you know, let me go ahead and heal him for you. Um, old girl wasn't having it though. She thought she was burning him alive. <laughs> um, um, I don't really. I guess. If I did have a favorite scene out of this entire um episode, it would be well, yeah, it would be during at the end of Daki's and um well Ume's and Giratora's backstory at the right at the end where it had the depiction whether they was gonna basically be reincarnated or basically I guess walk into hell if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, that that was a hard touch moment because you you got to see. That was, like I said, that was right at the end of their backstory, them going through everything, and then it was right at the point where Giratora was like. If I had one regret in my life, it would it would be my sister basically leading her down the wrong path because she could have had a way better life than what she had because mm-hmm. you know she was born with good looks and everything. He was just went through all the different things like if only she was you know born into a good family or if only I didn't taint her you know with bad blood and because if if basically if if I wasn't the one who raised her, this one wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't happened and all this other stuff like that. And then it got to the point where he was like, yeah, you know, don't follow me anymore. You head towards the light. I'm going to head this way. Then, then you know, Ume was like, no, nah, we're going to stay together forever. You know, that's the promise we made. And they both walked into the fire, and which we assume is like, I guess, the depiction of hell or just them just dying all together. But um, they stayed together to the end. Yeah. I um. So what's interesting, some people uh, that know me know that these are like my... Uh, them, they're my favorite upper rank moon. Okay. Um, be, but it's due to it's uh, and it's not necessarily due to like flashiness or stuff like that because there's people we'll meet later that actually the fights later, guys. It's crazy, but um, it's more of like the four I, and it, I almost it's almost I it, because of this it's almost like I wish that they were um higher in rank, but it's the fact that they are such a good foil in my opinion to uh, Nezuko and Tanjiro. Yeah. Uh, legitimately, they are like, what if you if you took like all the good shit that Tandro and Nezuko had and like gave them nothing but like bad things happened to them, basically. Correct. Like it, it, Tandro even points it out himself, but it's just for me like these two characters are just like the epitome of like a foil character to our main protagonist and like the situation he got going on. Yep. 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 
Um, but yeah, that that was really the only favorite scenes I had. So yeah, okay. it's, it's, it's on you, not me, Uh The only other one that I kind of have Igoro showing up and basically being an asshole to Tangan, I was like, I be, um, I thought was hilarious because he's just like, man, where Goku gone? Now you gone? I mean, you can at least usually still alive. Like fill in, my guy. We we need we need some. <laughs> I thought that was funny. My boy but, said, "You better than nothing," and and probably some people are gonna take that like, "Man, they, they, the 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 Hashiras are assholes." But it's more of like, I think, think about how you talk to your best friend. <laughs> it's you're an you're an asshole to him. I it was just and for me, it was just like, "Oh, this is like, this is funny, a nice little funny conversation." But um, besides that, my last like favorite scene of it is probably uh, besides well, Ace touched on one of mine, but before that, it's Butoro. Fighting, uh, basically getting his revenge, I guess you could say, against the samurai that burnt his sister, because they thought he was dead. You that can boy, call it revenge. And that boy flipped up on out, killed, <laughs> killed the lady of the house, and then was like, "Hey, big dog, I gotta, you gotta go." <laughs> Took them both clean out, and I was just like, "Yo, the, the motherfucker's a problem." Yeah, I mean, yeah, like he he was a menace since birth. Before he was a demon, after <laughs> I choose violence, got it. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, though, they, he technically did start that. Um, so I mean, he was just ending it, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I mean, the, he definitely the samurai dude. Regardless of anything, I, I mean, Daki did stab him in the eye, but burning a child, burning a child alive. Homie, who the demon here? Yeah, I, I know. I, I'm with you 100. Like that's why when Gator killed him, I didn't feel sad for him at all. I'm like, God, you burnt this man's sister alive. What more? Did, then you tried to kill him at like you snuck him as well while he was grieving over his almost dead sister's body, and you just snuck this man. Like I, I feel no remorse for you at all. Mm-hmm. Coward. None. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was like my last uh, favorite scene. Oh, oh well, all right. Well, we then we're gonna go ahead and rate this bad boy. Um, as I said earlier, this episode was pretty much what I expected to be, just minus just how long Doki and Gear backstory was. But you know, I knew we was gonna get it this episode though. Um, other than that, you know, nice resolution. My boy Tengen, he he's gonna get to retire and go live his life in peace. Like I said earlier, you know, well deserved, and um. I give it a solid eight. Um, yeah. So I was, uh, yeah. Basically, my rating is the same. Um, I knew Gyutaro, Gyutaro's, and Daki's backstory was gonna be a uh, kind of long because most of the upper ranks have a pretty long backstory. If I remember, I think each of their backstory probably takes a chapter. Some of the, yeah, probably takes about like a chapter or so. Um, but for me, the thing that uh. Yeah, I, I mean, HG basically set up most of the time, but I um I will touch on this. The thing I wish Damon Sayer would do, I wish there would be like hints or something more, or li- like or at least we could learn more about their backstories before the flashbacks because I feel like that'd be more compelling. More compelling, like you learn about get, them as we're fighting them and stuff. Yeah, because instead we, of when the battle's over, because we do get hints to it. Like you, Toro did mention he was like, "Oh, you get like when he was talking to Tang, oh, you've been given everything in life. I've had to." We've had to work for everything here. Like people have treated us terribly, so we kind of mm-hmm. knew that they didn't have shit going for them. Just like um, 
with lower rank with lower rank six, we knew that he his he had an obsession with family. And then mm-hmm. we got to figure out why through his backstory. I just feel like I just wish there were like uh there was a better way we could have like learned about most of it, probably. Like, like obviously not all of it. Like we still probably would have wanted to see the flashback. That's why I'm like I didn't include this on my nitpicks, but mm-hmm. it's just something I wish Demon Sayer would do is like have little basically uh maybe like an investigation period where they learn more about the demon in regards to what they're hunting. So Yeah. I mean I guess uh, it, what investigation can you do on the upper ranks because you know they've been living for so long, you know, like yeah. over a hundred years. I guess that's like, what I said. That's what information what I said. It's about of, them is out there, but like that's what I said, it's kind of like a nitpick story thing, wise. Like, like they could they could still show it to us. So I, yeah. I feel what you're saying though. Um, but one thing I did find interesting after learning their backstory is that for the fact that they decided to stay in the entertainment district art. Not Ark, in, in, in the entertainment district and basically just live there because, you know, Doc beca- became an Orion and everything. I, I mean, but I, I guess part of that was due to where it was, that was the place where they was done so bad that they wanted to get revenge on the people so in I think, there. I think it's partially that, too. Um, as we know, when demons live a long time, it seems like they forget parts of their humanity as well, yeah. like their human lives. Mm-hmm. So like they end up doing things that probably would like be in- uncharacteristic of them or stuff like that. So like the fact that they stayed there, I feel like was a the revenge motif part, and then two, they probably for they probably didn't realize oh I could go and do whatever <laughs> from now on, and they were just kind of like shackled to that place one because it hurt them so bad, right? Yeah. Um, another thing is I think the reason they also chose to stay there, Daki still looked like beautiful even after she became a demon. And it's really easy to eat humans that are just coming in and out. I mean, they, you well, know, yeah, you know, they explained at the beginning how easy it was. Just you know, the the place that thrives at night and demons really only comes out at night knows you know the perfect cesspool for demons, and then you know they don't care when people, people go disappear. missing there and yeah, stuff. So it was just a perfect is, place. People ain't supposed to be there for long anyway. So, <laughs> hey. but, but um, here we are. Yeah. But um. So yes. That was, you know, the finale to the Entertainment Discard. It was, the whole arc overall, I'd probably give it like a, I, w- I wouldn't just give it a full 10 out of 10 solely because I think the pacing of the beginning was a little slow. Um, I think for like an overall, if I had to rate the whole arc, I think I'll give it a 9 out of 10. And I think the only reason I really feel like that is because... They didn't put it right behind the Mugen Train art. Like if they, like I said, they would have aired these back to back, like they were supposed to. Um, even though that's what they did, but like I, <laughs> I felt like that downtime. It wouldn't have felt like downtime to me because I would have known. Like yeah, we just got done. We lost with Goku fighting another upper, you know, the upper uh, three. The downtime doesn't really feel like downtime. It's just we building back up to the next thing. It just. But but anyways, I digress. But yeah, so yeah, I mean, uh, just overall, I will give it like a nine nine out of ten for the entire arc. Yeah, I kind of uh same almost uh, like nine nine and a half. Uh, the reason for me though for like the nine and out like a ten is I the, there were certain parts of it of the anime that were like toned down or played less serious uh than the manga, such as like Zenitsu's snot bubble thing and stuff like that. Which I mean, are small things, but they kind of like, added up, I guess, in the overall like distance. I agree, but like, it was still like a very solid. Storytelling. I don't want to see the stomp bubble after this arc animators. Uh, <laughs> get rid of it. <laughs> get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that's just one thing. Um that you know, so those like those small things kind of like took the points away from me a little bit, just like those small censorships and stuff like that. Cause I just feel like 
it, it's an action anime. So like, if people get hurt or bloodied up, they one that should be showing it, and two, like, while I love the blend of comedy and Demon Slayer, I, I think when you do it, um, and it doesn't service the show, it's it, it can get we can you know we can lose traction. I think. Yeah, so. I feel you. But yeah, so. That's it for Demon Slayer on our weekly episodes, everybody. We're going to have to find something to replace it. We already have some things in mind that we want to replace it with. But um, when we make it official, we'll either just wait till next episode to tell everybody or we'll make that announcement on our social media. So be on the lookout for that. It'll be one of the other two. But either way, next week we will be replacing Demon Slayer with something else for the rest of the winter 2022 season. So, yeah. And um, so we're just going to move on to our next anime for today. And we're going to be talking about the case study of Anita's episode 17, Hands Upon a Nightmare. And this this was a good episode. Oh, like, that, yeah. Anita snapped with this episode, truly. That, that they did because they, they basically flipped this entire episode on his fucking head. Like, I thought, well, for one, I thought we was going to get the Astolfo versus No Way fight today, and we did not get not, that at no. all. But yet, we got something much better, in my opinion. Because, mm-hmm. like like I said, this whole, the whole thing just got flipped on its head. And so, yeah. we're just going to go ahead and get straight into it, everybody. Starting Most with definitely. what we learned. And basically, this, this first, what we learned at the very beginning of the episode is probably the most important out of the entire episode. Maybe out of the entire series so far. Um, Nania is the malnomen of the Queen of Vampires, the Queen Faustina. 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 Thank you. I'm about to say, I don't. <laughs> oh, they got some hard ass names pronouncing Vanitas. Um, Queen Faustina. Um, and it, also apparently she was the first um vampire yeah, of the Crimson yeah, Moon. First, I was about to say demon. Don't even say Yeah, first vampire of the Crimson Moon. Um, but yeah. It's it's just wild. Like I'm trying not to talk about the reveal because it's a favorite scene, but my God, yes, <laughs> it's it's that, just wild. And the fact, and also, um, this is touched on a little bit because like this is just information. We don't know if this is fully her. Uh, Charlton is fully her because um, in the episode, Luca's brother says, "Oh, one of uh the queens." body parts is apparently still out there or something like that because we tried to destroy them and i'm like so her body parts can just work independently of her body yeah we found out in the first half of vanitas that the queen is locked within her room and that she was cursed so we did find that out or or dead because they did show a flash of her body and it looked (laughs) like she was just dead so i don't know what's going on but it seems like she is cursed definitely confirmed now um so either Nania she's like like old boy said like she's a part of the queen's body or she is the queen just in like the form of Nania somehow like they really they didn't go too deep into it they gave hints at it like what it could what could be going on um it's just that we just don't have a full confirmation of exactly what the hell is going on just yet. But we do know that she, it, one thing's for sure, we know she's tied to the queen mm-hmm. in somewhat one way or another. Um, and Vanitas did say she is the malnomen of the queen. Well, like I said, whether that she be, she's like a separate entity from the queen or she's the queen herself. I don't know. It, it's, it's a lot, people. It's, it's a fucking a lot. But like I said, regardless, 
she one hundred percent she is connected to the queen the in queen. one way or another. Um, which is like I said, just crazy. You know, this whole time N- Nania been going around, you know, messing things up. We've been theorizing on what she possibly could be this entire time, and just for the fact that she was the malnomen the of the queen herself is wild. Like I said, yeah. probably one the one of the biggest reveals I'm- out of the entire series so far. Yeah, because my money would have definitely been on the theory that you had that she uh that Charlatan slash Nania was uh the was a entity of the book of Vanitas itself. Yeah, of the I, book I, of Vanitas itself. I would have definitely then, placed money um, on that. Wh- also, while we're on this topic as well, shout out to one of our commenters. I I forgot your name. I'm put it up I'm put up on screen though. Um he let he let us know that actually they have been calling Nania Nanania for a while at now. They, at least they mentioned it in one of the episodes, yeah. Yeah, before. they mentioned it. And so apparently Charlatan is the group um that Nanadia runs around with with her and the uh, her other two pupils that normally was with her. And Nanadia is actually you know her name, but Charlatan is the name of the group though. So definitely, he definitely helped me clear up a lot of confusion because I was confused. I'm telling you, when this season first started, he called her Nania, and I was like, "What the hell is going on?" Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I totally missed that. But apparently, this was already talked about before, and um, I just, like I said, just missed it. So thank you to the commenter for helping me enlighten myself because, like I said, I was totally lost, yeah, totally, no, totally uh, lost. Same, very much same. Um, from there though. Uh, besides like the, that being the biggest one, um, we also got like uh confirmation on what Chloe's curse seems to be, because halfway through this episode, uh, stuff starts disintegrating and breaking down, and we find out that Chloe underwent um threatening her, she creates a protective field around her that seems to be at least it seems to encompass all of uh Gavendon, or at least like majority of it, because the people of the town that's like at close to her castle. Uh, were caught in uh her curse, and they were being were started being attacked by, um, what I can only assume is like wolves that her curse produces. Yeah, it, it's it's crazy. Like I said, like I said earlier, this is the part of the show where shit just got flipped on his head. Well, the second part because we got the reveal of um Nan- Nanania's who she was and stuff like that, and then this whole situation right now, we're in this weird space void type situation going on and. Rolling bitch ass done popped up and some other um chassiers done popped up as well. Yeah. So now 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 they're fucking here and we got now and now and all while this bullshit is going on, we're still we still don't have the book of Venetis back. So Oh yeah, no, um, no book of Venetis. <laughs> we got a, we got we got a dead queen, no book of Venetis, uh a girl that is probably well, the oh, Chloe got high, grabs by uh Nanny when she had the real body and I don't I don't know if she if what happened, but she is not in she is not good. She's not she's not good people. Um Yeah, but we'll get to that probably when we talk about the scenes. But um, yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's because that was one of my scenes. So yeah. Uh, uh, do, oh well I'll let you do the next thing you learned, because I was about to say the next one for me is my last one, and I'm not sure if that's where it ends. Um, well, we, well, the next one for me is also my last one, but I just don't, we probably got the same one, but, um, so, um, we learned a little bit more information about Jeanne today, which is, I did not expect at all, but one, Jeanne is adopted and apparently her parents betrayed the vampires at some point during the war or, well, this was before the war actually at some point before the war and that they were killed and which is why once again, her parents was killed. And then that's how basically Jeanne became a um oh, what's this a boy, word a, 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 
borer. A borer? Uh, look, I'm butchering. Yes. I'm butchering the hell out of it. We'll put the spelling in there. I got it in my notes. The, listen, Vanitas has a lot of French names in here. And, and we, as we all know, we are American. American. We are not French. <laughs> Unfortunately, that means we're going to mispronounce things. I apologize. We apologize, we'll yes. But I will try to, if I can remember, I'll also put the name up on the screen now. Um, but yeah, she's one of them. That's how she became one of them. Basically, after her parents, quote unquote, betrayed the vampires, we don't know what they did per se. We we were just told that they betrayed the vampires, and then she was basically inducted into the bars and uh, brainwashed into believing that she had like no agency of her own. That she was basically like a puppet and had to do with whatever order she was given. Correct. All the way up until basically where she, where we got to see her meet Chloe and then everything follows, followed suit afterward. But Correct. And then from there, um, so we know Lord Ruthven did do something to, to Jeanne at one point, but we found out that the oath that he made with her was, well, it was actually kind of a good one, I guess, if you want to see it as it. Basically, he made her fall asleep for the duration of the war. And just so she could use that time to heal both her mind and body, which is like I said, I did not expect that at all. That's what he told her to do. Yeah, especially is, after he gave Noi like, "Hey, <laughs> kill your friend," <laughs> <laughs> which is wild. So look, apparently, you know, Lord Ruthven cares for Jeanne more than what we think. Well, we knew he has some type of affection for her, but he actually does care for her to the point where he made her fall asleep so she wouldn't have to go through yeah the gruesomeness of the war anymore. Yeah, that, no, that was um. Yeah, I thought that was such an interesting scene too, but and not only because of that, but also what happened before. And the only reason this is at, like marked as something we know is because this is such an up in the air thing. It seems like one of Charlatan or Nanania herself appeared before Jeanne after the events of the original events that happened in Gavendon and possibly cursed her. We don't know because it's just like a small flash of her. And then the next thing we know is that she apparently was trying to attack Lord Ruthven or fuck. She was messing up wherever she was at. Yeah. And he was like, look, you need to chill. Take care of sleep. So and- I, that's some, but that is something I think to keep in mind moving forward, especially with the whole, with everything that's happening right now. The fact yeah, that- because like you mentioned it, Vanita's always asked her, you know, like, are you a crazy vampire? But she just never answered him. Mm-hmm. And then we finally got, like you said, got to see that small flesh that Nanadia did, in fact, approach her at one point or another. And we didn't get the full confirmation that Nanadia did take her true name, but she she was there. She popped up. So she knows about Jeanne. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I mean, it's even crazier to consider the fact like who Nanadia was and the fact that Jeanne serves Luca, which is... If I'm not mistaken, either the queen's grandson or son, or it's wild. <laughs> it, it, yeah, no, it's, it's it's wild. It's wild. It's it's a lot of mysteries and stuff going on here in this episode. And in 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 Vanita's fashion, they just keep us wondering every episode. They, they, it, I don't know how they do it, but every episode they give us something to wonder about and think about. Uh, like I said, they they resolve one day, reveal something. They're like, "Hey, but I but you didn't notice though." Boom. <laughs> like, yeah, think go think about that for a while. <laughs> oh snap! But um, anything else for what we learned today? I think that's all I had. Uh, Do you have anything else? No, that was basically it. Um, uh, moving. I mean, like I didn't really. Uh, so like for dislikes this episode, I didn't really have anything because they. The, I guess all the they kept the reveals coming this episode. Like I was, yeah. it was a 
overwhelming amount of like information and just shock value. Because when they revealed Old Girl was the Queen's curse, I was like, what? Yeah, like, like once again, <laughs> just was not expecting that at all. Like, they totally flipped it on, flipped it on our head. But we, before we talk about that, because I know that's probably one of our favorite scenes. <laughs> um, I don't really have any dislikes either for this episode. Like you said, I mean, they just kept the mysteries coming. It, the, it, the stakes are just getting higher and higher at this point for the Guava Don arc. And um, I'm trying to think of a nitpick. I don't even think I got a nitpick for this episode either. Um, Ace was probably overwhelmed too because we've been playing D and D, and it was a whole bunch of reveals in our session last night. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, well, yeah. Well, with that being said, we don't really have any dislikes or nitpicks for this episode. So, that, I mean, that's a good good job, Case Vanitas. You know, good job. Yeah, um, yeah. so we're gonna move on to favorite scenes now, and like we've been saying, you probably already know which one of our favorite scenes is by now. But the reveal of Nanania being the Queen's Mount Noman is fucking crazy because if one thing that that vanitas does well i'm telling you they they do the perfect job of giving you these shock factor steals like just the imagery alone inside that they do in vanitas is just amazing um like one they made nanania's you know body look her like the style of it amazing she's just fucking glowing and shit why because she's the fucking queen of vampires why why not um when she also there was a moment where like she opened her eyes and like stared into the basically damn chloe's fucking soul our souls chloe's soul <laughs> everybody's like, souls. that still that was that was a good steal and like they oh they just do so well with the imagery in this anime it just doesn't make any sense i was shook i was shook especially because what was it when luca was with his brother i was like who the hell is that <laughs> I was like, and then he's out, out here talking about body parts. I'm like, body parts? They can be cursed. Yeah. Oh, so, uh, yeah, with that being said, if you want to say this is also something we learned, there could be other things like Nanania out there in the world or other parts of the queen's body just fucking out there doing who knows what at this point. Um, who who knows? Who who knows? We, we who knows? We just a lot going on here. And um yeah, but that that was crazy, and then the uh, so related to that. Unless you had more to say, did you? I no, no, I'm good. Up. I'm good. I'm good. Um, related to that scene, uh, uh, because it happened right after basically the beginning episode was Chloe choking the shit out of her. That was another favorite scene, but like the it, the culmination, I guess, of everything within it. After after the nanny gave her true form, she like assaulted Chloe, like, and you have like this moment, like, yo, like, what is happening? Because you see like this black liquid. Start coming out of Chloe's no, mouth. I, I was assuming she was sucking the blood out of her at that point. I was unsure. I was like, is, is she poisoning her? What is she trying to take her body? Like, what's going on? Because like you said, because like, like right you, after, uh-huh. right, right after that moment, uh, Nania goes like, "Oh yeah, I remember now. I'm supposed to try and get more names." And I'm like, "What the fuck are you talking?" About? <laughs> yeah. It's almost like she forgot. What just happened after she went back to her her, her ghostly form? form? Yeah, I said, like, "What are we doing here? What are we doing?" <laughs> <laughs> Which is crazy. So, thankfully, I, if if that is the case that she did forget what just happened, it's good that she doesn't retain those memories of when she well, like what just happened and stuff yeah, like that. She, yeah, because that would not be yeah, that would not be the best of the ideal situation right now, especially considering how overwhelmingly strong she was in that form. Like she she. 
bodied um, John Jack when he busts through the walls. Like she just straight bodied his ass with no effort at all. Did she even? Did she? She didn't even physically touch him, right? If I'm remembering, it didn't look like it. It's like she basically force grabbed his ass and just threw him. Sit down. <laughs> <laughs> it's just great. Yeah, and then crazy, crazy, crazy. Yeah. Uh, like if 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 that next if that bitch come back out, we we might not be making it. Right now, <laughs> yeah. my money would not be on Vanitas and Company. No, no, no. Um. So yeah. Um. What 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 else you got for me? For oh, for uh, favorite scenes. Vanitas and Noi arguing. Uh oh. Well, before that, before their argument. Um, because that is the one of my favorite. But there. Uh, when when they were in the the library, basically, and all the crazy shit was happening. Uh, when John. Uh. The Beast of Gavinon, John Jack, when he broke through the wall, it's a very small scene. Noi pushes Vanitas out of the way to like try and protect him from the rubble, and Vanitas' hand smacks straight into the, the bookshelf. And it's so funny. It's yeah. such a small thing, because I'm just like, all this crazy shit is happening, and they still fucking around. I cannot stand them. <laughs> well, to be, to be, I mean, well, to be fair, he was trying to help him out. I know, know, but it was just it was like it was such a comedic moment. I was like, God damn it. Yo, this is serious. <laughs> That is the demon <laughs> of the queen. Like, like that, listen, the boss just appeared. We got bigger things going on. Yeah, but like, thankfully, the boss didn't stay for long, though. God damn it. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, st- I'm still just flabbergasted right now at, the, at that reveal. Because, boy, oh, boy. But um, I guess my last favorite scene is basically right after that scene as well is when, you know, Chloe... And ghosts all of Guavadon and her little space bubble, if you will, because at this this was the point is just like okay, shit shit didn't got it real. Not only is we just got the real for the queen, but now we're in some alternate. We was already in a time loop, but now we're in some alternate space dimension as well. Now though, and um, all right, everybody, we seems like we have some technical difficulties. Hopefully. I mean- Hopefully we we can just edit it out. So hopefully we can just edit it out. Um, yeah. If the episode continued like normal for you guys, then I guess we did a good job at editing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, what was us? Um. So yes. Um. My other favorite scene was when Chloe put up her little time space distortion bubble, if you will, when she engulfed all of Guava Dine, because that was right after the fact. That we got the reveal of Nania being the Queen's Monument, and then it's just like, yeah, oh, you thought everything is over with? Nope. Here come, here comes the next stage of bullshit we throwing at you. Space bubble distortion, um, floating rocks and shit everywhere, and just half of Guavadon is fucking gone. It's nothing but space and void and floating rocks everywhere. It's truly like a like a goddamn video game right now, and it's just it's wild. It's yeah. wild. Yeah, we got fucking um, small wolf mobs popping up out of nowhere and shit, going and attacking people and everything. Like the stakes, like I said before, the stakes just keep getting higher and higher at this point. And all while this is happening, we still don't have the goddamn book of Venetus. Mm-hmm. So, um, there's that. <laughs> But uh, for me, I think that's all the favorite scenes that I had. Do you have anything else for uh, the case of Vanitas? Just for favorite scenes. Just Roland's grand entrance, him hopping out of that uh, the blimp, and him just showing up and saving Vanitas and Noi. I thought that was just cool. 
It was just a pure like action moment. I was like, "Cool, we get some like elite. We get some nice combat in between this horror story <laughs> <laughs> that's going on." I feel you. Yeah, I mean, luckily it was him that pulled up out there blimping that nobody else, Yo, so yeah, which would have been some more bullshit. Mm-hmm. So thankfully it was him and that nobody else. But um, so yeah, moving on to that, we can go and rate this bad boy, and I. I'm going with a solid eight. Part of me wants to give it a nine, but I'm going to go with a solid eight. Um, the, like I said, just the reveals alone in this episode is fucking crazy. And like I said, we probably got one of the, the biggest reveals of the series so far with mm-hmm. Nadia being the Queen's Minoman and everything. And I, like I already said before, over and I said a few times now, just the stakes in this arc just keep getting higher and higher every episode. And I'm enjoying it, you know. Oh I'm, no, I'm enjoying it definitely. Um, so for me, I did give it a nine. Um, you did give it an, okay. I did give it a nine. It was simply because of like this, the grand reveal. Basically, I don't think I can say it anymore. That shooketh me to my core, <laughs> to to the core. Um, and also everything staging around it, I thought was pretty well. Like it, it was a dis- it, Like I felt like they. The the chaos, it was very much chaotic, but also at the same time I knew where everything was yeah. while it was happening. Like I never yeah. felt like I lost sight of what was going on, which is pretty good for an episode that introduces that in it in like the first five minutes of the episode, you know? So yep. for me that's I, why I had to I, I gave it a nine. I I agree. I agree. Like I said before, you know, Vanitas does a good job at somehow resolving a lot of mysteries in one show but then yet throwing some more right at you in the same episode and shit that's when you think and you figured it out yeah basically basically and um so yeah i mean once again good good job Vanitas. like i said probably my favorite episode of the week honestly um was this, this, was, this was just a, it, was, it was just a good ass episode i really can't really complain about this episode mm-hmm. um so moving on from there we're gonna head on to our last anime we have for today for today's episode everybody attack on titan episode 81 thaw and not much we learned this episode very small things once again similar to demon slayer but but you know for the second continuity as always we are going to go through them so um what we learned from attack on titan this episode is Apparently, Zeke has lost control of the Titans, which we probably figured, but we, it was just good yeah, to get the we, confirmation. Only thing is, we don't know if it's lost control because he's knocked out or if he's Or because Aaron is the founding Titan now. Or, yeah, because yeah, we did not get to see Zeke at all this episode, so we don't know if this man is alive or dead at this point. So there's that. Um, if he is dead, then you know, fuck him. Um, he's <laughs> I mean, just dead. I mean, my money is probably that he's dead only because he was at the epicenter of the founding titan. That he was. So. <laughs> that he was. If it, like you said, if anybody was dead, it's him. Yeah, no. But gone. I mean, um, Reiner lived though. Well, Reiner but he was Gabby in his tight. He was in his titan form. What I'm saying. I, oh, okay, Zeke well, yeah, I get. I give you that. I give you that. Yeah, I give you that. I give you that. Um, so another thing we learned today, well, I'll say this one for last, but, um, so moving off from that one, I'm, I'm gonna skip over this one. Cause like I said, I'm gonna say that one for last. So we learned that Connie has been going to see his Titan mother for the past four years, which is 
crazy. Um, I'm surprised he just didn't put her out of her misery by now. Um, but he's been going and seeing her for these past four years. And um, fact, the the group ended up getting a hold. The group being Armin and Mikasa and I can't remember the old boy John, name. Uh, John. John, thank you. John, they ended up getting um, grabbing Falco after he ate the jaw titan. And Connie stole him and he's going to go feed him to his mother. Mm-hmm. Do I agree with that? No. Do I understand though? Yes. <laughs> Like yeah. I can't, I cannot can't get mad him. at him for one. Yeah, not at all. Can't fault him for wanting to save his mother at all. Not at all. That's why I'm wondering. Maybe that's why it it was hard for him not to put him put her out of her misery because like after everything he learned about Titans, he was like, "Well, I mean, all I just need is convince somebody to let her become a shifter." <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you look at it from that point, yeah, I, probably, yeah. Um, so moving on from that, some other things we learned today is the, basically the Marlian army was wiped out during the, when Z turned all the Titan, the Eldians to Titans, the one that's drunk his spinal fluid. Mm-hmm. They basically wiped out Marlian's army. I mean, there's a few of them left around here and there, but basically the, the army has been wiped out. Um, also with that being said, our he could be your boy, but he's not my boy. Um, Flosh is still alive. <laughs> um. I mean, I'm pretty sure he got. I'm pretty sure he got some fans around here somewhere. <laughs> what are we? What are we doing, Flush? You survive and you immediately put somebody in jail. I, <laughs> I don't. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> so yeah, that 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 man is alive. And going on to, so I mean, with him being alive, you know, we still got to deal with his ass and him causing bullshit. Like Amelia said, he put Yelena in jail, which is probably not a bad thing though but my thing is this he's like that person in a group project that doesn't do shit and at the end is like yeah i i i i, I orchestrated all this shit no folk no I'm sit down done. somewhere i'm done and then the last big reveal we will be learning for today is that when aaron unhardened the walls he unhardened everything which being one being brander's hardening on his titan skin as well as the hardening that was casing annie so annie is back everybody we haven't seen her since season one Uh, but the female titan is back back and lord only knows what that could mean for the rest of the series because (laughs) <laughs> I mean, what at this point can she really do? You about to tell me the female Titan can just jump on the male Titan in the the final Titan and be like, I I win. Like that's not gonna make sense. <laughs> well, no, it ain't no automatic win because, like you said, it's it's hundreds of colossal Titans outside right that's, now. Right, so right, <laughs> it's not like she ain't gonna change I, much. But yeah. it is it's gonna be interesting to see what she does add to the you know the formula now of and, that is Attack on Titan. And Armin bless his heart. Look, the hap- look like the happiest person alive when they, they told him that. When he realized that he was, oh my, my girl, my girl back, and I'm like, Armin, she's a war criminal. <laughs> <laughs> like she betrayed you, Armin. <laughs> she, she is one of them. Like, come exactly. on now. Like we we just learned all this information, yet you still over here simping for her right exactly. now, Armin. Keep it in your pants. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that was all the things I had written down for what we learned. Do you have anything else, McMillian, for what we um, learned this episode? Oh, uh, it seems like this is just in. Um, so uh, uh, since Zeke is no longer in control of those Titans, they start attacking people. And it seems like due to the fact that they're starting to attack the Recon Corps people or the core people, um, 
that the Marleyan military force, probably besides just you know the Titans, the Titan, the people we've seen being the Titans and then the Cadets, are gone. They're no longer. They they probably were wiped out. We talked um, about that. Did you say it? We did. I am <laughs> on early onset dementia. <laughs> I, was, I, I literally touched upon that before I talked about Flo's bitch ass being alive still. How the heck did I miss that? I'm so I don't sorry. know how you missed that. You just must have spaced out on me. I must have. ADD. <laughs> ADD is a bitch, y'all. Well, besides that, is there anything else you got no. from what we learned today? No. no please, just continue. <laughs> please continue. Please <laughs> continue. All right, everybody. So, um, we're going to move on to dislikes. And, um, dislikes slash nitpicks. And, um, uh, I personally, I don't think I have anything for this episode. Um, wasn't really much nothing to dislike about. If I had one thing, if I, like, if I just had to pick something i guess it would be how like fuck gabby all my homies hate gabby <laughs> why why is we giving her a redemption arc um yeah but Cause i mean because good, good writing has good has stuff like that <laughs> um i don't i i'm kind of the same i didn't really have a nitpick for anything in this episode other than i i yeah, no, not really. I, everything was there. I, I, I was just like, man, I'm surprised we're spending so much time on like them killing the Titans. But I mean, they gotta show it, right? But um, yeah, I didn't really have no uh dislikes or really nitpicks to this. Oh, not even not not even the fuck Gabby thing because dude, true fuck Gabby. I just know <laughs> that eventually that was gonna happen. Yeah, but all right. So with that be said, we're gonna move on to favorite scenes, and really, I only have one favorite scene really, and it's just um. No, good old fashioned Titan slain. We we haven't gotten <laughs> to see this in a hot second. Like it's been a minute since we got to see some, you know, some Titan slain. Yeah. And it's you know, I um out of that, even though this isn't like necessarily one of my favorite scenes, I I did like how they recognized the people. Like when Pixis was climbing the thing, they were like, "Oh man, that's our boy." But we got to put you down. Got to put you down, though. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, other than that, that was really the only favorite scene I had this episode. Because as I said earlier, fuck Gabby. Um, <laughs> but yeah, because I mean, it just, it's just it's been a hot second since we just got some raw, straight ODM us flying around, slashing Titans and stuff like that. It's just been a hot second since we got to see that. So, you know, it's, I almost felt like we was going back to the roots for a second. You know what I mean? So it, it was definitely wonderful that we got some of that this episode. And I enjoyed every every single bit of it. Every no, single it, bit no, of it. Was, Even though was, it was sad that we were slaying our own friends and family. <laughs> it's just that, you know, um, we, I didn't get to see. Listen, I didn't get to see us slay some Titans in a while. So I'm sad it had to be uh, y'all. But, you know, I'm glad we got it. Uh, for me, I have just two besides that. Okay. Um. Everyone, I think uh, it's it's a, it's a small one, but on the roof, basically everybody realized exactly how, like how why Aaron was doing what he was doing. It was the fact that like he cared for all of them. That he was like, I'm going to do genocide, and you know what can you really ask so close to Valentine's Day, people? If they won't do genocide <laughs> for you, are they really the one? You might have a point. You might have a point. <laughs> if if they're not willing to kill the entire world for you, are they really your are lover? They really, are they really? Your- are they really your lover if they're not men, uh, if they're not committed to destroying the <laughs> entire the, world? world. Man, you know, it's a little bit of genocide amongst friends. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, besides 
besides that, um, as much as we hate her, that motherfucker don't miss. I- <laughs> <laughs> so you gonna make me go grab that clip, sir? Now, oh, I hate you. <laughs> we, she was not going to be featured this episode, but now she has to be. I'm sorry, God that, damn it! That was such a for me. It was just a good one because it was like, oh, look at look, Kaya. You're like the person who killed your sister is also a perfect example of which of who your sister was. Like, granted, obviously, I'm not saying that Sasha and Gabby are the same person. No, fuck Gabby. Oh, day she took Sasha away from us. Fuck her. But the fact that she's a soldier, at the end of the day, that's what Gabby is. Like, yeah. she was just fighting for the wrong side. And fortunately enough, they, after the, even after saving her, they had that talk. Like, there are no... Everyone has a devil inside them. And the only way for us to really not get into that devil is to get us the fuck up out of this war. So... <laughs> I'm just saying that was one of my favorite scenes. One, not only because of like the action, the you know the shot action, but also like the 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 conversation that happened after. I just feel like that was yeah, a big no, I feel yeah of Attack on Titan. I mean, like I said, you know, it, it was part of you know her redemption arc, but you know, I do apologize, Ace. I do apologize. <laughs> it's okay, you know, it's it's all right. She 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 got in. She, you know, she slid in by the <laughs> by the by the neck hurt. You know, the nick on her hair. Goddamn it, she slid that's, in. That's that was my last one. Was, all right. Um, well, moving on from favorite scenes, we're just gonna go ahead and rate this bad boy. I'll let you start off with this one. What, what, so what, you, what I, you got for me? So I gave this, and do not, and I know how y'all like to fight, so don't shoot me, but I gave this a seven and a half. And the reason being is just because I think for me, I, and I don't know if this is for everyone else, for me, this was not a bad episode, but it just felt like a pace breaking type of thing. Like it, it like it felt like a, uh, I, I, the last week was just so high octane, and this one kind of just for me. Besides the fighting, because we were going, we're rolling with the founding titan stuff. This was mm-hmm. such like a just like a add to that, but mm-hmm. so it kind of diminished my enjoyment of that because that's what I was kind of like focused, locked in on. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they gotta they gotta set up the stuff outside of that, so I'm not necessarily mad. It's just for me, it kind of took away from the episode a little bit for me. Okay, uh, so that's why I'm like a seven and a half or. I guess I could argue myself up to an eight, but that's where I'm kind of at. I feel you. Okay. I'm going to give it an eight. Um, strictly because, like I said, my favorite scene was when we got to see him fight the Titans like the good old days. I think really just because of the, the nostalgia that I got hit with when I was watching that whole sequence. I mean, yeah, no, it's been a minute. Um, it's, it's like, you know, it's just been a hot, it's just been a hot minute, man. And like I said, it, it was sad that it just had to be, you know, friends and family that we was just so happy to be slaughtering. But I mean, I mean, the it last. Was, when we oh no because we didn't even get to see that fully i was about to say the last time we actually got to see it was levi kind of like the last scene we got with levi but we didn't really get to see him fight the titan it was just kind of like a scene where they were all like surrounding him and then we are fast forwarded to zeke running away and then we know he catches up we didn't really get to see yeah. him kill everybody so you're right it did it, this has been a while since we've because I think honestly the last time we actually got to see something like that was now that you mention it was like the was Zeke versus Levi. Yeah, actually, because I think that was the last time, because they were, yeah, parody had, were done, I think they had killed all their Titans, or I think someone had said that. For the most so, part. For the most part. So, yeah, you're probably right. That's crazy. Because, yeah, because after that, they had went on the, the, to the excavation to make it to the ocean, and like you said, they had killed majority of the Titans on that point. That majority was on the island. Yeah, so. And, um, 
And then, you know, that was when we got our iconic scene. If, you know, we kill all the enemies across the sea, will be will we finally be free? Let's find out. <laughs> <laughs> this season. Yeah, yep, we're in the midst of fighting now, goddammit. But yeah, so it wasn't since basically at the beginning of season three when we, you know, since we got to see, that was season three, right? Levi versus Zeke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, we didn't get to really see that till season three. Because yeah, the beginning of season three was when they was doing the whole political thing, and it was really we got some human versus human action, which was wild. Like I didn't, I never expected to get to see some of that inside Attack on Titan. Like Attack on Titan has progressed from beginning to end. Yeah. yeah, and then just like I said, then we also Annie is now back. So I mean. We didn't get to see her since season one, my guy. So I yeah, mean, that's what. Uh, yeah, like I said, I can argue myself up to an age. Just my initial reaction to the episode. It's again because the Final Titan thing is so interesting to me. I guess is that I gave. It yeah, I feel you. No, hundred percent. Like you just wanted more stuff that's going on with the Final Titan. hundred. No, hundred percent. I feel. I feel where you're coming from. But um, that's that's it for Attack on Titan. Um, you know, pretty much we had some short episodes today. From everything, um, like I said earlier, though, this will be the last episode we'll be featuring Demon Slayer on our weekly episode. So next episode, Demon Slayer will be replaced with something else. What that is, we don't have a hundred percent confirmation just yet, but we have some. We have some an idea of what yeah. we want to slide in this slot. But like I said before, if we don't, we'll either mention it on our social media. If we and if we don't mention it on social media, then we'll just you know. You guys will find out next episode what we feel Demon Slayer um, slot with. Um, sometime later in March, though, we still have to wait <laughs> for the return of 86 <laughs> to come back. So whenever that does come back, we'll have four animes, but only for two weeks, though, because we only got two episodes for um, 86 to go through to go left for the season. So there's that. And. Uh, yeah. Um, well, that's all I had. If you don't yeah. have nothing else, McMillian, then you know you're just gonna take us on out of here. Yeah. Um. Hey guys, as always, appreciate you for watching and slash listening. Um, if you're listening to us on any of the audio streaming platforms, do consider to give the channel a follow and a good review. If you're looking at this on YouTube, you know, like, comment, subscribe, that all that jazz. Um, you know, if we if there's anything we missed or if you you know anything you want to like talk about just put in the comments we like we said we do read them we do check them out um moving on from there uh just repeating it as as ace did before uh if you want to keep up with everything regarding the council do follow us on our social media for twitter that is at gurn otakus and on instagram we are at gurn otaku council um meeting adjourned guys see you next week peace